welcome back to another week's episode. Can you guys believe this is episode five? Like I've done five of these. Honestly, it makes me so happy. I checked the other day and I've got 400 lessons. I was like, oh my God, you guys are amazing. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening. Um, get ready because this episode is going to be jam-packed full of health facts. What? Oh my God, the most exciting thing that happened to me on the weekend. Um, and actually a really interesting food for thought question. Okay, so to start off this episode, I'm going to be telling you about the concert that I went to last weekend. So I don't know if you remember, but a couple episodes ago, I said that my favourite concert I'd ever want to go to, the only person that I ever really want to see live is Post Malone. Because like, he's just incredible live. He's my favourite singer. I was like, I always said to myself, I was like, if I ever see him live, like I know that I would have just like made it in life. So I'm sitting in my bed Saturday night of last week and I was listening to his music and I was like, and about once a year, or about twice a year, I check to see if he's touring or check to see if he's like playing live. Um, And he never is. Uh, I went to see him over COVID and then, but he got canceled, which is so annoying because obviously lockdown. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna check. I'm just gonna check and see if he's touring or doing, you know, any concerts. And it said last concert Sunday night. And I was like, you're joking. You're joking. Post Malone has been playing live for the last two nights and I didn't know, like, <laughs> what is wrong with me? I was like, should, should I just go? Like, should I just book a ticket and just, like, go and see him on Sunday, like, tomorrow night? So I was like, oh my god, like, I'm, I'm just gonna buy a ticket. <laughs> so I bought a ticket to see my dream artist play live. Like, I can't tell you, I was, like, screaming with excitement. And like, it was to the point where I was like, I'm going to go alone. If no one else is going to come with me, I asked some of my friends and they were all busy or whatever. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just, uh, like, I will just go alone. <laughs> Luckily though, like I told my sister and she was like, well, I am desperate to see him too. Can I come? And I was like, yes, please. That'd be great. <laughs> I actually can't even tell you like how excited I was. So excited. And it was coronation weekend, right? So I, I love my village, like the place where I live we're it's so communal so saturday night um there was like a hog roast band night i guess you could call it and then sunday was like coronation picnic day and so i get to i get to saturday night and i was like telling everyone i was like um like so excited and i was like no no no. like i'm gonna go to bed early um apparently i missed a really exciting night which is kind of sad but i was like i have to be like well rested do you know what i mean i'm so excited uh so i wake up the next day the sun is shining i'm like could it get any better than this our village was also doing like a picnic kind of celebration the next day as well uh we go to the picnic i stay it was actually terrible form for me i literally stayed for about 20 minutes um because i was like i just i just want to go now like <laughs> so excited so it gets to like four o'clock i'm like okay okay i'm gonna drive now so i was driving down to london um with my little sister and so we like hop in the car and i was like we're listening to post Malone on the way there non-stop so that's literally all we listened to and then by the time we got into london we were so bored of him we were like okay let's listen to some taylor swift and it was in the o2 so i drove to notting hill and then we got the tube to uh i think it was north greenwich was the line yeah and so we get there and i was like so excited we had some dinner we were getting ready and then we're like okay let's go get like just sit on our seats and just like mentally prepare ourselves for this I've never been close to a heart attack, but this this moment was very, very close. Um, I wanted to go, <laughs> I wanted to cry. So we get to the door. I've like downloaded our tickets, screenshotted them millions of times. Uh, I even tried to print them out. I was like, right, I'm so ready. The guy scans our tickets 
and he was like oh this is for the wrong artist i was like you're lying you're lying you're lying freaking out i was like what what do you mean he was like yeah this isn't for post malone and i was like what and he was like okay go to the ticket desk and sort it out i was like oh my god okay so like trying not to freak out we go to the ticket desk and we try to talk to the lady she was so helpful to be fair and she was like oh hold on let me just like have a look she was like do you have the email i was like what email and then she was like do you have your id i was like no i don't have my id on me uh stupid idea. i should have bought my id because yeah i look like a 12 year old um actually on another episode of flossy looks like a child uh and everyone thinks i look younger than my sisters my little sister's french teacher just moved into our village and i met her for the first time on saturday night <laughs> And she says to me, so are you at Down House? And I was like, oh, no, I left. And she was like, oh, like, why did you leave? Did you not like it? I was like, no, 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 like, I finished school. <laughs> she was like, what? I was like, yeah, like, I'm actually, like, two years out of school. Like, I'm not in school anymore. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, no, 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 it's, it's fine. I, I get it all the time. <laughs> Although I'm crying inside. <laughs> so yeah, long story short, we ended up going. It was absolutely fine. They had it under the wrong name. I'm not quite sure. I think it was because we bought it off of uh, like a website instead of the actual wholesaler. But the good thing that came out of it was I actually got like a proper like paper ticket. Thank God we got our tickets and I'm going to keep this little ticket with me forever. It's going to go in my box of memories so I can show my kids on a order and be like, oh, look, I went to see Rosalind. <laughs> They'll probably be like, uh, mum, like, who are you talking about? I have the funniest stuff in my little box. I basically kept stuff that I just didn't want to throw away. And then I was like, well, I may as well put them in a box for, like, whatever. And it's so random. It's got, like, pebbles from a beach in Australia. It's got, like, Valentine's Day cards from, like, year six. I'm, like, a very sentimental person. If you've ever, like, written me a letter, I guarantee I've still got it in my little, bo in my little box. So, yeah, that ticket I'm going to have forever. Anyway, so we're sitting up in our seat, okay? And I had the funniest intrusive thought. I was like, the people close to the stage, if he farts, they like are in the molecules. <laughs> How stupid but hilarious is that? I definitely shouldn't have said that for public ears, but I hope it makes you laugh the way that it made me laugh. <laughs> Anyways, I can't even describe how insane it was. You know when... Concerts are so bizarre because they're like in a completely different world. I, I can't even describe it to you. Obviously, other people who've been to a concert will get it. The music is just like surrounding you. Everyone around you is sharing a mutual love for the person playing. Like everybody else is clearly as obsessed as you are um, with the artist. It was honestly the most incredible experience. And like, I just, I had a moment and I was like, <laughs> I'm here. Like I, I couldn't quite believe I was there. I did actually catch myself though for a second because we obviously bought the tickets the day before. Like I'm not expecting to get good seats. Obviously good seats will also be really expensive. So we were quite high up, which is, there's literally nothing wrong with that, okay? And I was sitting there and we'd been sitting down for about an hour waiting for it to start. And I caught myself and I was just like, God, it's kind of annoying. We have really bad seats. And I was like, shut up past me would have actually slapped myself in the face and be like what you're at a post Malone concert okay i have literally wanted this since i found him as an artist i <laughs> i do remember finding him um i was arising for GCSEs, so what four or five years ago now however long ago and um 
and I was doing my textiles and I really wanted some like upbeat sort of music so I liked hopped in upbeat music and congratulations his song came on and I was like wait I've heard this song before so I listened to it and then um a couple minutes later I think it was better now yeah it came on and I was like this is also a good song so I checked the artist I was like wait it's the same guy so I looked up the guy honestly that was it I was I was in love not with him but his music <laughs> You know what? He's actually a really sweet guy. I always thought he had this persona of being like this kind of druggy. Do you know what I mean? Like he'd, I don't know, he was like unstable, I guess you could call it. Which I hate because that's so stereotypical of me. But like he was so sweet. His dance moves were questionable, but like he was doing some odd stuff. But his voice is something else. Like, it sounds exactly like it does in the audio. I mean, probably even better. His voice actually does sound better in person than it does on his soundtracks. I mean, it's just, like, it's incredible. He then gave, like, an inspirational talk at the end. He was saying stuff like, be whatever you want to be. He messed, this made me laugh, he messed up one bit. And he was like, if you want to be a lawyer, be a lawyer. If you want to be, I don't know, a skyscraper. And he was like, wait, wait, no, architect. <laughs> You know what was sweet as well is he's now a dad. I had no idea. And he was like, I'm a really proud father. Like, I love my child. And I was like, bless. I do love concerts. I have been so insanely lucky that I've been able to go to three concerts now. Um, the first one I went to was with um, my fam and then my friend Mima. And we went to James Blunt. And like, God, I was obsessed with him as well. <laughs> this was years and years ago. But I was like, he's insane. Like I listened to his music all the time. Like when I was a kid, his music they used to like put me to sleep. Then when I saw him live, I was like, how is it that you sound better live than on your soundtrack? And um, he's playing a guitar on stage. And I was like, I wish I had that talent. I wish I had the talent to sing. I wish I had the musical talent to play the guitar. Uh, I just, I, you know what? <laughs> I actually think I failed. Yeah, I failed on my music exams when I was a kid. I mean, how do you fail a music exam? It's it's not that hard, and I and I still managed to fail. I mean, it doesn't stop me from singing, because I sing in the car all the time, but I clearly was meant to talk and not sing. You know what I love is when the crowd starts singing along, and then the artist goes quiet, and you can just hear the crowd chanting. I um, also was it's so incredibly lucky to go see Coldplay. Their, oh my god, their concert... I don't know if anyone else went to go see them live. They were unreal. I mean, like, unreal. It was in Wembley Stadium. And so it was, like, open. And it was last August. So the first song was playing as the sun was setting. And, it, I mean, it was just incredible. I wanted to capture, like, every single moment. And every single song. So I wanted to video. And I was like, no, but if I video, I'm not going to be focusing on the music. And then, God, this sounds so awful that I'm complaining about this. So I actually thought this was quite creative, but I'm sure someone else has probably done it before. But what I did is I voice recorded the whole concert <laughs> so that I could like listen to it back and, but also enjoy the concert at the same time, but like have the music. Oh God. And there was one point where I think it was in Sky Full of Stars where Chris Martin stopped singing and everyone else kept on singing. And like, you could just hear the crowd. I was like, oh wow, that's really special. Also, how awful is this? That nobody knows the names of the rest of Coldplay. <laughs> I don't know about anyone else. I literally know Chris Martin, the lead singer. That's it. Don't, don't even, even if you had a gun to my head, I would not be able to tell you the names of the rest of the band. I do feel kind of bad for them because they're probably the most famous unknown celebrities. Everybody knows of them, but no one like knows their names. Like if they were, I guarantee if I was to walk past, like, I don't know, the drummer, in the tube, I would have absolutely no idea who he was. Like, 
I guess, I guess that's quite a nice life for a celebrity though. Like you've got the fame, you've got the money, you've got the like, you've got yourself out there and everyone's listening to your music, but no one's gonna swarm you in the street because realistically they don't really know who you are. You know what I don't quite understand, but to be fair, who am I to judge and not at all, is going to a concert drunk. I'm sure people have very good reasons. I personally want to be in the moment. I want to be able to remember anything. I want to be concentrating. I don't want to be off my face, be like, oh, where am I? What actually happened last night? I'm sure it's very fun. And I guess if I was at a concert where I didn't really know the artist or a band and I didn't really have to focus on the music that much, I'd love to be drunk because then, you know, it's trippy. It's different. <laughs> Wait, oh my God, am I just the biggest hypocrite? I actually went to a concert and got drunk. Oh my god, and I was telling you about it in the podcast. <laughs> I can't believe I almost did that. Okay, post when I concert, I'd never go drunk to you because I want to focus. But I did, ages ago, get really drunk in a um, concert that these guys, these dads put on. And to be fair, I mean, it was the most fun I've ever had. And it was a different sort of concert. But yeah, I guess at a festival, it's very different as well. But there were these two girls who were sitting in front of us at Post Malone who are, I mean, off their faces. And I was like, are you even going to remember this in the morning? Do you know what I mean? You're, you're gonna wake up with videos on your phone and be like, oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> That'd be like my worst nightmare. Or like going to something that I've wanted to do for so long and then not being able to remember anything that I did there. That would really stress me out. I guess it's like being drunk, isn't it? <laughs> if you can't remember, it's really stressful. Okay, so in the spirit of Post Malone, um, I, my song request for the week, and if you take one thing away from this podcast, please listen to the song. It's my favorite song in the whole world. It's just so good. It's one of his new songs. It's called Chemical. And like, I can't even, I can't even describe how good this song is. It makes me cry. It doesn't, but it does. <laughs> um, I think I've probably listened to this song on repeat for about, I don't know, 10 days now? When was the concert last week? I don't know. My Chemical by Post Malone is his new song. And it's, it's not like a rappy song. It's like a really chill sing-along song. Like, I love it. Um, also, oh my god, another one of his songs that I just am obsessed with is the song, it's called Waiting For Never. Oh my god, it's so good. If you listen to it, just imagine me sitting in my car, banging my head backwards and forwards singing this song. Like, windows open. I drove to London, um, on Friday, and, um, god, I feel like I always just drive to London instead of driving. <laughs> but, I mean, the whole way there, I just listened to Postman. I actually have, like, a whole playlist dedicated to him. It's got like 60 songs on it and they're all like my favorite most <laughs> songs. So it's Chemical is the main one and then Waiting For Never is just, God, that's just such good songs. Okay, who else is excited for summer? I can't even tell you how excited I am. I'm literally staring out the window right now and the sun is shining and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm tempted to do the podcast outside just so I can sit in the sunshine. I was speaking to um, one of my friends was like, as soon as the sun comes out, like I sit outside and I was like, God, love that. I feel like I'm way more active. Does anyone else get that? Like I want to be outside. So I'm like, oh, I'm more likely to go on a walk. I'm more likely to, I don't know, actually put on my gym clothes and go to the gym. And it was really sunny on the weekend. And I like put on my little exercise shorts and I was like, like I'm going to go to the gym. I didn't, but... <laughs> I went for a walk and it made me feel good, so it's fine. <laughs> Summer just makes everything so much better. I think, no, warmth. Warmth makes everything so much better. And then obviously the UV from the sun just, like, it literally just puts a smile on my face. And so my prized possession, like, my favourite thing that I own in the whole entire world 
is these pair of Birkenstocks. Also, for anyone who doesn't know, Birkenstocks is a German manufacturer of like really nice leather sandals. And like, they were a birthday present that um, I got last year. I can't even tell you, they're glued to my feet. It's because they mold to the shape of your feet, so they fit so well, they're so comfortable. And they're like white and they're super nice and clean. <laughs> my favorite things in the whole entire world. So as soon as it gets sunny, like Burke's on. That's it, that's all That's all I'm wearing. Obviously with like clothes as well, but like on my feet, that's what I'm wearing, I'm not going naked. And you know what is sad, is how it's not really acceptable to wear sandals in the UK to the supermarket. So in Australia, they fully go like clubbing in um, Burke's or slides or flip-flops. See, the only problem is though, is sandals and stuff, they're not platformed. And I need platforms because I'm five foot three, I'm pretty, pretty small, and all my trousers go on the ground. So <laughs> I have these like fat Wampa Stomper Buffalo trainers um, that I bought about three years ago and they're the only shoes I ever wear because the platform is high enough that my trousers don't go on the ground when I walk. Obviously love a little bit of extra height as well, wouldn't complain, but mainly literally it's just for my clothes. I would say that most of my pairs of clothes, as in trousers, have um, really dirty, like worn fraying base of the trouser because they're always on the ground all the time. <laughs> So yeah, the annoying thing about them, obviously, is they're not platformed. I'm sure you can get platform ones, but that would just look ridiculous. I can imagine it looks like you're standing on bricks because everyone can see the platformness of the actual shoe. Okay, I'm not sure that's a word, but what I mean is like the actual wedge bit. Birkenstocks are so flat that if they had something underneath them, I could just, I just think they would look really, really stupid. It'd be like you're walking on stilts. Please let me know if anyone has a good brand of healed something platforms for summer that just like doesn't make you look really stupid <laughs> but yeah summer's here i cannot wait who else got sunburnt the other day I got, can you believe this i got really badly sunburned um i just outside i even put sun cream on but i forgot to put it on the back of my neck because now the back of my neck is just red raw i think it's because the uv was ridiculously high because i was like oh the uv can't be that strong in may but then you know how at the end of august the uv is really quite strong and we're all burning still and someone was like, well, the earth is the same distance away from the sun in May as it is in August. And I was like, oh my God, what? <laughs> or at least towards the end of August, um, beginning of September. I'm gonna tell you about something really stupid that me and my friend did. Actually, no, it wasn't stupid. It was really clever, but it made me laugh. Is we've been meaning to go on holiday for ages and we were gonna go to Barcelona, then it didn't work out. And then we were like, okay, let's just plan a holiday. So we sat down and we were looking at Croatia. We are like, perfect, let's go. Found the best apartment, literally booked the Airbnb. We're looking at flights and then we were like let's just check the weather and the weather for croatia next week was raining low uv cloudy not sunny so we cancelled it we cancelled the whole trip because it wasn't going to be sunny when we were there. how funny is that i mean i'm glad we cancelled it because that means we can go away some other time with the same money that we were going to use there when we can actually sit and sunbathe but i just thought it was hilarious <laughs> that because there was no sun no uv we were like nope that's it we're not gonna go You know the question that I always get asked is, how do you have so much to talk about? And I was like, well, first of all, throughout the week, I if I have a thought or an idea of what to say in the podcast, I'll write it down on the notes app on my phone. And then second of all, I just ramble. Like anything that comes to my head, I always like start off the podcast with a vague idea of what I want to talk about. And then from there, I just don't shut up. 
So as soon as an idea comes to my head, I will talk about it. So <laughs> that's why it's like all over the place. I think it makes it more interesting. I'm sure it's definitely like an ADHD thing. You know, I read the most interesting article. Okay, I literally didn't read it. It was on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I heard this on, um, I think it was Diary of a CEO podcast. Uh, I can't remember. Anyways, I heard it and then I checked it. So it is true. So it basically said that they took 300, um, I don't know how old they were, I think they were like 11 kids in America that all had ADD, which is the attention deficit disorder. So it's not ADHD, which is the hyperactiveness one, it was just ADD. And all these kids pretty much had the same diet. They were all living off like chicken nuggets, fries, I don't know, just, you know, sugar and really, really processed crappy foods that we all just love to eat. And for three months, they put them on an elimination diet, which is like none of that crap. It's all homemade, organic, no processed, no sugar, caffeine, fatty foods, especially nothing with pesticides on it, like strawberries. Oh my God, I love them so much. They're actually number one on the, there's a list called the Dirty Dozen, which was created by the EWG, which identifies the fruits and vegetables most contaminated with residue from the pesticides. You can just tell that I read that straight off the internet because I searched up what, how to describe what the Dirty Dozen is and then I just read it straight off the internet. But strawberries are number one on that list, mainly because the skin of the strawberries is a lot like our face skin. Um, it absorbs everything that pretty much goes on it. So the strawberries are sprayed with pesticides. The pesticides go straight into our bodies when we eat the strawberry and they're really bad endocrine disruptors. So hormonal disruptors. So we're just consuming all these pesticides which are causing our hormones to act all crazy so yeah just a crazy fact for you guys kind of scary um but anyways they got rid of all those things from the diet and after the three months they tested them all again 72 percent of the kids didn't have the adad symptoms anymore i mean how crazy because i have been told by so many people so many nutritionists everything that sugar lowers your concentration or it affects your concentration process chemicals and um the pesticides that they have on fruit and foods and stuff really can affect your brain chemistry and this study just shows that and i was like oh my god that's so scary like every time i have a mcdonald's which is whenever i go to london i'll, <laughs> I'll get my little chicken wrap um i always feel exhausted afterwards but i'm like oh is it worth it probably because you know i think it's really tasty but every time I feel like crap. So maybe it isn't worth it. I don't know. I have cut down to be fair. It's just so depressing that now we can't even enjoy food. Like the producers clearly just do not care about the health of their consumers. But yeah, what if people are getting misdiagnosed literally just from the foods that they're eating? Okay, this is just a theory. Um, but what if people who are getting misdiagnosed are putting on these really bad medications that's supposed to help but actually it's making them worse? because they never had the thing in the first place. I don't know, just a really scary, another <laughs> another scary thought for you. Okay, obviously everyone's different. So some people fair, some people that I know literally do not get affected by sugar. And then other people like me affects them really badly. So you may be one of those lucky few that doesn't get affected by sugar. And if you are, I'm really, really jealous. Obviously everybody is different. So this may not occur for everybody. The next thing I want to talk about was this week's food for thought. So I was actually on a walk yesterday and I went with a friend. I was meant to go with my other friend Liv and then I've had a nightmare with my phone. So I don't know if you remember, but January till about end of February, I didn't have a phone of this year um, because it broke and then my replacement didn't come and then the replacement came and it was sh like, it didn't work. And then 
this one. And then the uh, new phone came and it, because I bought it off eBay, because it's so much cheaper to buy phones off eBay. And it was like, oh, warning, the battery is not an Apple battery. And I was like, well, I can't afford to not have a phone any longer because I get scared to go out without, you know, some form of communication. Also, I know this shouldn't be as high up on the list. Radios in the car, I hate the radio. Oh my God, songs are awful on it. I just, and also I change songs, like halfway throughout a song, I know, psycho behavior, but I get to get bored. So unless it's like a really, really good song, I won't listen to all of it, I'll listen to most of it and then I'll change it. And I'm sitting through these songs and I have to listen to the whole song and I'm like, well, I'm bored now. <laughs> so a month later, my new phone finally came and I was like, great, I'm just gonna keep it, doesn't matter about the battery, hopefully it'll be fine. Oh, it has now started to expand. So sometimes old batteries, they can, expand and obviously when they expand i don't know the chemical process but it raises the screen it like cracks the screen and my screen is starting to bend and there's like a hole between the screen and the actual phone because my battery is expanding and the phone just dies i mean it literally just dies i was on the phone to my mom and we were talking about something and i was like um hello and my phone had died i was like i was on 60 percent <laughs> what is going on um, so frustrating. I can't press the buttons properly because obviously the screen is raised. Um, it just, it's not working. I'm not receiving texts. I mean, it, honestly, it's driving me crazy. It's like a hundred quid to get a new one. I, I can't afford to get a new battery. So if you don't hear from me, it's because my phone is gone. Um, so I do apologize. So yeah, I wasn't able to text Liv to tell her that the time had changed. And then when we actually did go on the walk, she was still asleep. So completely my fault. It was went to with her, but still had a nice walk with my other friend. Anyway, so we started talking and then he was like, what's your food for thought going to be this week? And I was like, God, I haven't actually thought of a question yet. And so we started brainstorming questions and he was like, oh, I've got a good question. Okay. What do you think the world is going to be like in a hundred years? I was like, damn, what a good question. Because I mean, like, there's no way of knowing, is there? Because remember when everyone like 50 years ago was like, we're going to have flying cars by the 2000s. And now we're 2023 and all we've had is like COVID, which I'm sure if you told someone 50 to 100 years ago that we went into lockdown, like the whole world stopped, everybody didn't leave their homes. They would have laughed in our faces. We've also had like, what, Elon Musk trying to go to Mars, um, the Ukrainian war, I mean, vaccine. I mean, just like crazy stuff that you just couldn't have predicted. Well, I definitely wouldn't have, wouldn't have been able to predict it. Also like all these climate change, global warming disasters. Oh, okay, another quick um, side note. I'm probably gonna talk about this as another food for thought next week, but humans have been on this earth for about, what, seven million years? Obviously we've evolved throughout all those years, um, but the kind of human species as such has been on earth for about seven million years. The climate and pollution has only really become bad since like, okay, I don't know this for a fact, but I searched it up and the internet says that climate change or air pollution, plastic pollution, all that only really became a problem in 1988. Okay, what the actual, doesn't, mm, isn't that really scary? That in the last 35 years, we've changed the planet so much that it may be uninhabitable in another 50 years. Isn't that terrifying? God, I could go down a whole rabbit hole about how scary I find climate change. I mean, doesn't that just blow your mind? 35 years we've messed up the planet so much and it's been around for billions, billions of years. That's, I can't believe that. Obviously I'm not sure if those statistics are completely correct, but definitely in the last 100 years, we've messed it up so badly. Um, yeah, we'll get into this on another episode. <laughs>
But that's just, yeah, scary. Okay, so back to the original food for thought question. I'm sure people a hundred years ago thought that this year was going to be, or the time that we're living in right now was going to be like so futuristic. It was going to be all modern and like, and yes, obviously we have robots and we have AI and obviously like stuff like chat GPT and all of them. And like, I personally think flying cars is such a stupid idea <laughs> because if you crash in the sky, where are you going to fall back down to earth? What are you going to do? Hurt someone potentially. So obviously I think there should be better modes of transport, but I don't think flying cars should be a thing. I've always loved teleportation. I think teleportation is the coolest thing. Can I have a quick short story for everyone? I once went to this like design engineering course and me and my friend were sat next to these two boys and they made us join groups of four. So we joined with these guys. And then at the end of the course, they were like, okay, now we want you to design something so futuristic, so crazy that you really want to become a reality. So I was like, okay, here we go. I'm going to have fun with this. And I obviously, I hate traveling. Traveling sucks. I just want to get to my destination. I don't want to sit in a car for two hours or sit on a train for an hour or be on a flight for like 17 hours. So I really want to teleport, right? Who doesn't? So I designed a teleportation thing and one of the boys looked over and started laughing and I was like, excuse me, very offended. Um, and he was like, oh, that's never going to happen. Like, don't be stupid. I was like, uh, hello. He said futuristic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It may be impossible to take molecules and put them somewhere else um, in a matter of seconds, but I, I can still dream, right? So that would be pretty upset, but it's fine. I got over it. I just, you know, where's your sense of creativity? But that's besides the point. I'm sure people 50 years ago didn't think that a phone was going to be a thing. Do you know what I mean? They didn't think that we were going to carry this like brick around with us and be able to do pretty much anything we want on it. Also, like computers, like I'm sure when they were first invented, obviously like they were huge. They were like the size of a room and you'd only really have one per university or do you know what I mean? No, one, I'm sure no one thought that we would be carrying around this, you know, rectangular shaped computer Everyone would own one. Um, you'd be able to do whatever you want. Wi-Fi, Netflix. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure no one thought about that when they thought of what was going to happen in 50 years. So I think it's so interesting. What is going to happen in 100 years? So, okay, here are my thoughts of what it's going to be like. Has everyone heard about um, that guy who... Oh God, I should know his name. But he's, like, decided to build a linear city in, this, in Saudi Arabia. I'm not quite sure whereabouts in Saudi Arabia. It's meant to have no emissions because there's no cars, because everything is so close together that you can literally walk everywhere. Um, and it's really, it's, I mean, it's meant to be amazing for the environment, so that is definitely a plus. But I think that architecture and where we're going to live is going to be very different. But not to the extent, so obviously we've always kind of lived in communities, you know, ever since we were like cavemen, obviously we lived in a community. Um, and by community, I mean like relationships. We live near other people, we have neighbours, we, no one... I'm sure there are people who live in the middle of nowhere, but there's always someone or something near you. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you live with a partner or a friend or whatever. But I think that we're going to get a lot more independent. I think AI is going to be pretty much our whole lives to the point where like children are getting homeschooled um, with AI goggles on. So they're sitting in their bedroom, say, um, but they're interacting with their lesson happening somewhere else so schools are going to be eliminated which is going to be awful for human interaction bacteria in the sense that people are going to get so much more ill because they're not going to interact with other people they're not going to get common colds um everything's going to be really quite clean so 
It'll be a bit like when we came out of COVID and there was this mass cold that everyone got, everyone got really ill because they hadn't been in contact with other people, hadn't been sharing germs or anything. People are going to get a lot sicker because their immune systems will be completely depleted. It's going to be bad for sports if there's no school, no one's going to really do as much as many fitness. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to be part of a team community. I also think maybe people are going to be a lot lonelier because maybe offices won't be a thing. Everybody would work from home and link in virtually. To be fair, like, technology has come so far. Maybe this could even happen in the next 50 years, not not even 100. How depressing. Kids in, like, 20 years' time are not going to be able to experience the same thing that we experienced when we were at school. But then at the same time, also, it's going to be better. I think that instead of travelling on holiday, there's going to be, like, you can go to a hologram room where it... I mean, you feel like you're on holiday because there's going to be beach, sand, sunshine, water, but you're going to be, like, in a room in, like, London. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that... I think that's really quite cool. Um, I also don't think that we're going to really have to do much. I think that robots are going to be all in our houses. We're gonna, I mean, we've even got a robot hoover right now. So in 100 years, I'm sure that no cleaning will have to be done. Maybe we'll have, like, food in packets. That'd be really awful if that was to happen. Like, no one really cooks anymore because everything's pre-prepared. Oh, I don't think I'd like that, though. I quite like cooking. You know what else I think could happen is, you know how people are already obsessing over anti-aging stuff everyone's like no i don't want to look aging i don't want to i'm going to do this plastic surgery or whatever i think that we are going to be able to choose what we look like okay how scary is that because most half the planet pretty much thinks that looks is everything do you know what i mean there's such thing as pretty privilege i mean it's awful that it is a thing but it is something that most of us are consumed by the thought of do you know what i mean like everyone's like look at that pretty model over there she's famous because she's pretty I, I hate to say it, but, it's, but it is true. So I think looks are going to become so huge. I think we're all going to end up looking the same. Obviously, I, I'm not going to be alive at that point. <laughs> but people are all going to end up looking the same because they're all going to... Like, plastic surgery will be so e- easy to have. It'll be like, I don't know, dyeing the colour of your hair. So I mean, if you can choose what you look like, you're going to go and you're going to try and make yourself look like the optimum woman of that era, of that time. So then everyone's going to have the same set of features. I definitely also think that we're going to be able to choose the gender of our babies by like some sort of injection or something. Actually, maybe we won't even carry babies at all. Maybe someone will create something where you take the two reproductive gametes and you put them in a chamber, it grows the baby, and then nine months you have a baby. So no one has to get pregnant, no one has to give birth. Oh, I think that actually will become a thing. The fetus literally grows in a chamber and then it's ready in nine months time. Okay, here's another one. I think you're going to be able to freeze your body. So you can choose to put yourself in a cystic frozen chamber and freeze yourself for 10 years and then live in a different reality 10 years later but be the completely same age, look the exact same. Your cells will act as if they haven't aged at all. Literally freezing yourself in time. You know what I'd love to see? Everyone, instead of having your own car, well, as well as having a car, I'm sure cars will be completely different but everyone's gonna have their own plane or helicopter but it's gonna be like this small gadget and you can just take off whenever or maybe like maybe like boots that fly oh i don't know i don't think i don't know if flying cars maybe hover cars because then it means you don't won't have to ever redo roads or potholes Ooh, that could work i don't know i love thinking about this Okay, I've rambled on for ages, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Let me know your thoughts on what you think the world's going to look like in 100 years, and we'll talk about it in next week's episode. I'm going to leave you today with a hilarious meme that I saw earlier, and it says, at the top, it's like, this is kind of an inspirational message that I need. 
and then underneath it's like just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things it's called garbage can not garbage can <laughs> how stupid but hilarious is that so i hope you all enjoyed this week's episode um it was a bit much but i love it that way so hope you all enjoyed it have a lovely week and i'll see you next week bye